hello, hello, my friends. I have a special one for you today. I have talked so much about my coach, my mentor, my friend, Serena Hicks um, of the big happy money brand, the mastermind, the coaching, the everything. And I said that one day I would have her on my podcast, but she beat me to the punch and invited me to hers first. And we talked about how I made, um, how I created five clients in three weeks. And fun fact, um, those numbers are not accurate anymore. Uh, so when we recorded the podcast, I had, I had created five clients in those three weeks. While we were recording the, the podcast, I had another person um, say yes to working with me. And uh, shortly after, I had two more. I had my first 15K day. So we have $15,000 within a 24-hour period. Um, so my numbers now are actually eight clients in a four-week period. And everything that we talk about in this podcast still applies. I just wanted to, um, you know, toot my own horn a little bit more. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this episode. It was so much fun to create and talk and share. And yeah, I'll just let y'all get right into it. Hey everybody, it's me, Serena, and I am so excited. This is the first episode that I'm recording for this new season of podcasts for you. And my very first guest is Amber Taylor. Cue applause and screaming. Okay, so if you don't know Amber Taylor, you should. You can find her on the socials. Before I let her introduce herself, I just want you to know that she posted something in the Big Happy Money Mastermind 2.0, which is currently happening. And it blew my mind specifically that she has signed now five clients in three weeks. That is full bananarama and glorious as she is a pleasure coach for black people. I also am, it's where I'm going to let Amber introduce herself, but you know, I'm into pleasure activism, just like wealth activism. And for this reason, it's hard for me to like not stand on furniture and cheer. So Hi, Amber, will you say hello and let people know who you coach and anything that feels really important related? Yes. Hi, Serena. Hi, friends. Hi. I am so happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> I was like trying to hold in my screen while you were talking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm Amber Taylor and I'm a pleasure and authenticity coach for Black change makers. And mm. who that is, is basically anyone who is out there to make a change in the world, whether you have your own business or you work a nine to five or whatever, my clients see something different that needs to happen, whether it's in themselves or society. And I help them reach their goals and help create that change and that impact through the vehicle of pleasure. Ah. Uh. Pleasure activism is real. And if you know anything about me, you know that I feel very strongly that people of color, also women of color and non-binary humans of color in particular, reclaiming pleasure is absolute activism. That is not a joke. I am not being frivolous. I mean, it is actual activism to go from surviving to thriving in that way. Mm -hmm. So good. 
Mm-hmm. Amber's all nodding. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. This means everything. To okay. even just like enjoyment. Because so many people think thriving is like, I need the best of everything. I need to have this job. I need to have all my bills paid and no debt and all this kind of stuff. But like, mm. I think thriving is enjoying your life. Yeah. Thriving, like that is, it gives me chills, you guys. Um, thriving is honoring what is. It is honoring the present moment. It is honoring what you have. It's literally like creating abundance, whatever the quote circumstance is. And it is thriving. You're exactly right. Thriving is not the name brand of a car or whatever. People think, you know, like thriving is mimosas at brunch. And it might be with people you really love. That sure as shit might be it. But also mimosas with people you don't like at brunch or mimosas with people you can't be authentic with at brunch. That's not, that's, that's surviving. That's not thriving. So thank you for noting that difference. And um, I want to jump right in. Let's do it. I I had so much fun. By the way, you guys know there will, there'll be like no actual editing unless of course we say something shocking and confusing, but also um, Amber and I have not talked before this. I wanted to interview her live with you. Okay. Five new clients in three, excuse me, three weeks. It's bananas. First of all, how does that feel? It feels wild. Like I've definitely had, um, some adjusting and acclimating to do Mm -hmm. to be able to receive all this. Like there's some like housewarming gifts that I haven't even opened yet because I'm just like, it's, there's a lot going on right now. (laughs) Wait, this is so good. Cause we talk about receiving all the time and big happy money because you cannot have more than you have the capacity to receive. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So this is fun. You guys. Cause now I'm like, how many other clients are waiting in the ethers to hire Amber but they're on right. backlog because it's <laughs> like, look, I can handle five in three weeks. I'm going to pause for a second and then I'll take more. So but good. also, as you say that I'm ready, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm ready to go. Here's your homework. We know you're ready to receive more when you go open all of your housewarming gifts. Yes. It's all I started. I have like, a, I do a maybe kind of a, an aside. I haven't opened yours yet because it's like, I cried when I got the notification because it's like fulfilling you know, like a 15 year dream of mine to oh. have a kitchen aid. And uh. like, I put it on my registry, like kind of yeah. like frivolously. And I like made a promise to myself, like, if nobody gets this, I'm going to get it for myself. Yeah. But then you got it. And I was yes, like, I oh my God, like, <laughs> it just like, I cry. I was, she believes in me so much. Like she believes in all my oh. dreams. I'm going to bake so many things and I'm going to have so much fun doing it. And I'm, I'm just oh like, God. I'm ha- I like, I plan to have this whole like moment for unboxing and I haven't had the capacity mm-hmm. to do that. You are yet. so busted. Unbox that shit. Also, yeah. you already know what you have. You received it already. You said you got yeah. the notification. Okay. I did. And, but Let's it's talk but about that. Also, the art of having it. Yeah. So it's just like it's in the box. (laughs) This is modeling for everyone listening. Do not, for an instant, think we are off topic. This is big, happy money and pleasure all at the same time. So, first of all, I'm going to tell you a story. It was such big, happy money for me to support Amber. So, we talked in the current mastermind that Amber's in. Um, Somehow, at some point, Amber was like, maybe I'll do a registry. And we were like, yeah, sis, do one. We'll buy you shit. We want that. We want you to practice receiving. And remember, this is practicing receiving. Amber makes money, five clients in three weeks. Like Amber's fine. Amber can buy everything she needs. It wasn't about that. It was about being held. It was about being audacious 
and self-loving enough to be like, oh, that would be supportive and that would be fun. And for that reason, I will ask. And if no one buys me nothing, that's not a crisis. And if everyone buys me everything, well, it'll feel like a crisis, but I'll navigate it. (laughs) And probably it'll shake out in between. And so for me, okay, there's another business, big happy money story in here for you guys. So I went to like the registry link and was thrilled. Fun fact, you know, you might be a feminist if you live for a registry link for your like baller friend who's moved into their new gorgeous view. Isn't it like Michigan Avenue or something? I am on Michigan Ave, got a view of the lake and the city and yeah, it's pretty baller. Everybody pause for snaps. Everybody pause for snaps (laughs) and boob shakes everywhere. Fuck yes, sis. Okay. So like Amber doesn't need this again, pleasure activism, wealth activism. This isn't about Amber won't eat. If we don't do this, this is about, it would be delightful. It would be next level. And it is not necessary, which is part of why it's glorious. So I click on the link and I'm like, cool, what am I buying? So Amber had a money plant on there. And I was like, well, obviously the big happy money (laughs) queen (laughs) sends a money plant as a housewarming gift. That's easy. But every time I clicked through it, like sent me on this whole like wild goose chase. And it was funny because I saw the KitchenAid first and the like three screens later, and it like didn't remember like your mailing address. So my point, you guys, is always make business easy. Whatever that website was, I guess it wasn't integrated with this registry at the level that Crate and Barrel was because on my like third attempt, I was like, I don't have time for this shit. I'm getting her the mixer. And so I circled back and, okay, so I got, I was so delighted. It is a matte black KitchenAid mixer. Y'all know the KitchenAid mixer. If by chance you identify as female, you probably have coveted one. And (laughs) if you don't have it, and I will say it meant everything to me, big, happy money. I was like, why didn't I start here? First of all, it's matte black, which is sexy as fuck. Secondly, on brand, Amber, (laughs) on brand for you. Hello. So on brand. And third, I wanted a KitchenAid mixer. Like you guys wouldn't believe in my late twenties when I lived in New York city and everybody I knew was getting married except for me. So everybody I knew was getting a KitchenAid from their future mother-in-law or as a wedding gift, except for me. And I had a proper pretty party, proper pity party for a while. And on my birthday, I wish I could remember the exact year. Um, I actually think it's 2008. So I think I just did. I had a group of friends who gave me one of my favorite gifts to this day, which was a very uh, significant amount of money gift card towards amazon.com, which was fairly new back then. But the card was like, this is for a KitchenAid mixer. We didn't know what color. We didn't know if you wanted the professional series. Yeah, I did y'all. But I just, it to this day is one of the most meaningful and favorite gifts of my entire life. I'm 40 something because they were like, girl, we love you. And we want you to have a KitchenAid. And we know every time you use it, you will think of us. And they were right. And so I thank them forever. And so again, big happy money to be in a position where I could throw a few hundred dollars to buy that piece for you. I was like, fuck yeah. I got chills. It gave me chills. Mm -hmm. It gives me joy. And then when I hadn't heard from you, I was like, did she get her thing? And I was like, she got her thing. She's freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be correct. Yes. (laughs) Ask me how I know guys, when you receive not just money, not just clients. Everyone's like, I want all the money. I want all the clients. And I'm like, I know exactly how much you are capable of receiving. It's where you're at right now. When your capacity to receive expands, you will receive more. Nature abhors a vacuum. So you will get no judgment for me because I still remember my first mastermind and like 
a couple people sent me like thank you notes and thank you gifts. And I couldn't open that shit for weeks. It felt like too much, Mm. so much joy and so much gratitude. And it felt in my body, like the thought for you thought people was like, oh my God, I, I can't, it almost felt dangerous. Mm. It's like, I was grateful and delighted and wildly overwhelmed with the concept of receiving that much love and appreciation. Ditto. (laughs) So allow all your feels. And in case you guys got confused for a second, don't be confused. This is completely related to Amber signing five clients in three weeks, moving into this glorious luxury apartment building, asking friends for support just for the pleasure of it practicing receiving, even when that means some things are in boxes because she's not quite ready to have it yet. Like that is so powerful because you're giving yourself permission to expand into fully receiving and not bullying yourself and not making yourself wrong is the most like powerful part. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Now talk to me about did you set out like a goal? I am signing five clients in three days. Or was this just a like, oh, I'm moving into my luxury apartment building time to make tons of money. Tell me how this started. This was very intentional and completely unintentional. Um, That's it. If that That's makes sense. It. <laughs> it does make sense. It's like, so, yeah, the, um, the very intentional part is that I've been working towards this. I've been envisioning this. I've been imagining it and um, plug big, happy money. When I signed up for 2.0, I was, I told myself I was at a crossroads between moving out of my parents' house and um, getting my own apartment versus investing in myself and my business in this program. And, um, I got coaching from a friend who was like, you can have both, um, even if both isn't right now. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then you made this post about, I don't, you've said it before how one post doesn't get somebody, but this post got me. Um, I but- <laughs> y'all Amber yeah. corrected me. She was like, actually, I hired you based on one post. Yeah. I mean, granted, I had been following for a while and I was like, I will buy from her in the future. She's in on my radar. Love everything she's saying, all the things. But then that one was just like, get your ass in the gear. Um, And it was about how you just decided that you were going to figure out how to make money. Like, pay down debt, get a job, like everything else was secondary. Your primary concern was how to make money. And then once that was figured out, everything else just falls in line. And I was just like, oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, I got to figure out how to make some money. So I joined and that's what we've been doing. Like just the, I think from our first live or not live, but the virtual um, three-day event, my goal was to have like this just radical self-belief that no matter what, like I'll get there. Like I believe in me, like I'll make the money. I can make money on demand. I'm a good steward of money. Like all the things, like I wanted it to be true for me. That's the goal that I've set. Um, So that's what I've been following through with in these last few months. And you set the goal in March, Um, for everybody to have a 30k month or whatever number was scary and in March I had zero consults zero dollars and uh, like zero everything just zeroed out but I was 
so convinced. I was like, oh, it's not March, it's April. Like, I was like, oh, it's coming. Like, you think that that was it? Like, and that's when I knew that my belief, my concept had shifted about myself because it wasn't like, oh, I didn't hit the goal. I'm never going to make it and blah, blah, blah. It was just like, oh, it's coming. Like, it's rearing to go. It's ready. Um, So, like, just the work on my belief that it's happening. And then um, in, in March, I spent, I spent a lot of fucking money. Um, (laughs) like I, I re-upped for 3.0. I, um, you know, got my apartment, started buying a bunch of furniture. I, uh, went to two different masterminds and, you know, paid for hotels and food and like all the things. And I think I was like probably around like 40 to 45 K in money spent in March. And then also noticing my thoughts there of just like, I got it. It's coming right back. It's coming back tenfold. Like this pause, isn't going to pause. Hit Everyone that. take that in. Amber didn't hit the goal in March and is like, nope, it's still happening. Invested in all sorts of things, even in April in Austin for mastermind. And we did a live in-person event with our active mastermind, all this. And you're like, it's coming. It's coming like on course, undeterred, devoted. It's like, there's these circumstances that some people would have been like, ah, and you were like, nope. Yeah. Because like every dollar that I spent, I was like, I want this. Like I truly desire this. This is my fuck. Yes. Like investing in 3.0, that was a no brainer. Like there was like the issue with the, with the paying. And I was just like, something's happening. Just take my fucking money. And Like I couldn't pay you quick enough. And then like staying at like the nice places and eating the nice food. And it was always like, do you want dessert? Of course. Like, and it, like yes, I want that. And yes, I'm about to pay for it. And yes, it's going to be delightful. And like, I just had like that kind of vibe, like throughout. And at the same time, it was scary. Um, I did have doubts, like those did come up. But the the more uh, frequent or powerful voice was, this is part of it. It's coming back. Like your time is coming. Like it's happening. It's all working. It's always working. And just like all of that. So it kind of quieted the doubt enough for me to be like, all right, yeah, let's, let's keep going. So then um, I also decided or had to, had decided in maybe like February or early March that I was going to um, end my full-time employment coaching for another, uh, another coach um, at the end of April. And kind of once I made that decision, I don't know, things just started feeling good. I felt more aligned. I felt more in integrity and I felt like I wasn't treating my business as a booty call anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's not to knock anybody who is building their business while they have full-time employment. But for Absolutely. me, it just, for me, it just wasn't a fuck yes. Like I wanted, like I had this desire, I had this oh, desire okay. to be full-time in my business. And that's what I want to point out. Like yeah. you knew that some people, yeah. and, and there's different circumstances. And I think you model it beautifully. Like it was powerful support. And then at some point your self-concept had shifted your devotion and not like, I wonder if I can grow my business. You're like, no, I'm building multiple seven figure business that serves people in this way. 
Mm-hmm. So then it's, it's almost like, you know, it's when you see the like rocket ship take off NASA at some point, the booster things that got them in the air have to fall away. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ooh, that was good. Right? Right? Yeah. It's like the perfect booster. It got you up. It got you where you needed to be. And with great love and gratitude, it has to go. Cause you're still, you, you're not in space yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So to get to space, to get to where I wanted to be, I had to drop some things and devote more time to it. And like, once I did that, then, um, then things just started falling in line and I was getting more social media engagement. Like, I mean, I was showing up more of not like the planned, like, okay, I'm going to post this and then I'm going to post this and this has to make sense with this. And, but it was just like, this was on my mind here. Um, <laughs> and just people were responding to that. People were telling me I was helping them. People were telling me my podcast was helping them. And it was just like, everything just started to feel right. And then, um, yeah, three weeks ago, like the dominoes just started falling and people were coming back. People were like, I enjoyed this time with you. I want to keep going. Um, I had somebody that I coached last summer out of like a free, I did like this free coach Friday for my birthday month. And she remembered that coaching said how impactful it was. And like, she not necessarily ghosted me because she still like liked things and um, was involved in like any challenge I did or whatever, but like, I kind of counted her out as a client. And then um, she comes back and like DMs me and is like, I'm ready to work with you. You're who I want to work with. And I was like, let's go. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Yeah. Let's point this out. You changed energetically, you allowed even more of yourself to be even more authentic and even more pleasure. And you bet on yourself, like in all of these ways. And when we, as the coach or service provider, like choose ourselves, other people do too. Like Mm -hmm. you were definitely like, I'm all in. So I love that someone like blast from the past is like, hello, I am all in now. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. And then like, I also like broke my consult dry spell. Like I hadn't had a consult since like February and it's now May in the time of recording this. And then I had like a couple people sign up and like not sign up for like two weeks out. Like I need to talk to you tomorrow. And, um, one of them was a no, but it was one of the most powerful sessions. Like, I feel like I gave her so much and she even commented like on how much we connected and how Mm -hmm. safe she felt with me. And, I noticed like a difference in me that I wasn't attached. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like, oh my God, I did something wrong. Like she should be working with me, but it was just mm-hmm. like, I gave her everything I could and that's what she needed. And mm-hmm. if she comes back, then she comes back. But if she doesn't, like, I'm going to be good regardless. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You guys at this moment, if you're thinking of hiring Amber, you better hurry up because she is literally <laughs> like, it is May 5 as we record this episode and homegirl will be booked with a waiting list for sure in the next few months because of just what you said. You served on that consult. You know that your business is growing. You know that you will continue to sign clients. So this one person is not responsible. Your brain was not confused. Some of you coaches accidentally get on a consult and because your brain is not crystal clear that there's always more money and you're just making big, happy money everywhere, you get on the consult and you think that client needs to say yes. That client needs to sign you. That client is like, I I need them. And what you modeled so beautifully again, Amber, is you were like, oh, 
at the exact same time, I was all in on making money and growing my business. And at the exact same time, unattached, not waiting, not hoping, but unattached. And I'm positive you coach that person's face off because that's what you do. You serve. And it's this, you know, start as you mean to continue. And so if they don't self-select, I've always had this like a visual anytime I, or when I see it in a client, you know, have a consult and the client is a no, but the coach coached courageously. I'm like, the coach has totally earned their next client. Mm. Like, do you, and that's what happened. Yes. (laughs) Say more, say more. Yeah. So then like my very next consult um, was somebody who like found me on a reel and I was like, oh shit, the algorithm works. And then, um, and she like, she had promised herself to take the next step and take like, and go with a one-on-one coach. And then um, we were talking in the consult. I coached her on like one thing. We did one model. And at the end she was like, oh, well, if you could do that in one model, what can you do in six months? Like, yes, let's go. And I was like, bet. I love that fiercely. Also, did I hear doggy feet? Yes. He, um, he heard somebody by the door and he was not happy with it. (laughs) He was just protecting his mummy. Hello. He just wanted to make sure people knew what goes on in this home. He got you. I love it so much. Every time I even hear doggy feet, I like freak out and get excited. You guys I'm like, Oh, get her dogs home. Okay. Good. okay. <laughs> that is such gorgeous, such a gorgeous example of, I love that. You're like, I bet on myself. And I'm like, well, it wasn't really a bet, but you decided I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to serve the world. This is who I light up serving. This is what I'm going to do. And of course, because you were sure of that, the universe is sending you people who are also sure with you. And I love that you're modeling like, and I'm very proactively acclimating and practicing receiving as in, I still have things in boxes and it is okay that Mm -hmm. you're giving yourself permission, literally, as you said, to acclimate, like guys, we talk all the time and it's a lot, but it's my podcast and I'll say what I want. We talk all the time (laughs) in the group about stretching our capacity. And I'm like, think childbirth and birth canal, think Mm -hmm. childbirth and birth canal stretching sounds good, except for when it's actually happening. And it's like, whoa, that is a stretch. The wonderful Maggie Reyes always says it's a bend, not a break. God, we love the Maggie. That is exactly right. Just like in yoga, stretch, (laughs) not snap. Yes. Maggie knows so much. God, Maggie knows so much. If you guys don't know, Maggie is the godmother of the big happy money concept. More on that in another episode. Amber, (laughs) how does it feel knowing that you are now the kind of coach who literally signs five clients. And like, we don't even know how the month is going to end. We're Mm -hmm. not done. And I don't just mean may I'm like five clients in three weeks means we have a whole other week. So like, you're not done yet, but let's just say it's five clients in a month. Like, what does it Mm -hmm. feel like to be that kind of coach already? So my first response was like, Oh my God, it's so awesome. It's so exciting. It's amazing. And then my second response was like, and it's the same. Um, (laughs) like it is the same. I still have the same brain. And then I still find myself, Oh, well, what if no one likes me? And what if no one hires me? And what if this was it? What if it just happened for these three weeks and then it'll never happen again. And it's just, Oh, Hey brain, you're still there. Yes. Sometimes coaches think like, once I sign a bunch of clients, I'm going to like myself all day, every day. I'll have confidence forever and everything will be glittery. That has not been my experience either. It's still, it's still you. It's still me. 
we have human brains. They will have doubts. They will have fears. They will fear rejection. They will fear doing it wrong. It's just normal. And it's just like part of the journey. No problem. Mm, I love that so much. Also, I saw your dog's face. Such a cutie. He is a cutie and he just got his hard toy to play with. So I had to take it away from him. Um, but he'll be okay. <laughs> He's fine. He's brought me joy. Um, what do you think if you had to take it down to like one principle that you've learned in big, happy money land so far? Like what is, if you're like, mm, this was probably the most helpful in my journey so far. Oh, just one. I mean, you can do more uh, than one, but I'm like, what is the most valuable? Okay. So it's, it's probably like a lot of things mixed together, but it's this idea that I kind of call like passive thought work and like similar, like passive income, but like surrounding myself with the big happy money crew, like not just in our coaching calls or in our, uh, Facebook group, but like outside of that as well, like having them on my timeline and other coaches I love, and just maybe people who aren't even coaches, just, just having like positive energy and aspirational energy, like in my view always, Mm -hmm. um, down to like the music I listen to, like I have a playlist, um, that's like, I, use it for my, um, 14 days to self-acceptance challenge, but mm-hmm. it's, it's so good. And like, I turn it on all the time of just having these, um, like it's, it's helping me shape my thoughts without me actually having to, to work it always Brilliant. because mm-hmm. I, um, I have an ADHD brain. I do not mm-hmm. like structure. I do not mm-hmm. like patterns. I do not like doing the same things every day. So, um, I know the value of journaling and getting your thoughts out and appreciation and positive thinking and all the things. I just don't always feel like it. So I've taken like your pillars and I put them on autopilot. Um, (laughs) You made them your own. Yes. So they just like, so anytime I like turn on music, anytime I look around, anytime I open a notebook, anytime I like look at my apartment and like there's a felt board with words on it. And like, I just always have, you can do it. You're there. Like you're already heard. This is happening. Mm-hmm. You're a great steward of money. Like you're mm-hmm. a million dollar coach. Like all these kinds of things are like always around me. So I can't help but to believe them, uh, especially with like the big happy money crew, like doing things that I thought were impossible, maybe like six months ago on a regular fucking basis. And it's just right. super normalizing that like me too. Uh, In the best way. Yeah. It's, it's the best me too. What you're talking about. I love so much. It is my favorite way to learn immersion, mm-hmm. just immersion guys. I grew up in Texas and still don't speak Spanish, which is horrible. And that is because even though it was taught in my private school when I was young, in my public school that I graduated high school from, and again, required by my college, the University of Texas at Austin, Hookham, I failed to practice and I failed to immerse myself, even though I could have done a lot more effort. And I just offer that because I think it has to do with everything you just said, Amber, you immerse yourself in people who prioritize social justice, pleasure, 
community, like you have created and are accessing using, if you will, in the best way, a lush ecosystem of support. Yeah. So when you see those words and you pay attention to the music you listen to, which doesn't necessarily mean it's all happy. Jay-Z, as far as I'm concerned, is big, happy money, like Godfather. Definitely. <laughs> I have a, sh- a ton of trap music and like <laughs> everything's a bop to me, but like, it's still, it's what they're saying that matters. <laughs> yes. Like you tap into those frequencies, those energy currents. And so it's like the full immersion. Like, could I learn Spanish if I spent a couple of months in Spain or Mexico or any other Spanish speaking country, I'm pretty sure finally stuff would click because it would be everywhere. And I love that you have intentionally um, surrounded yourself with people and support that is keeping you in full integrity actually with everything you coach on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And also um, mm-hmm. we've talked about it already, but just like you're the first person who really spelled out what it means to receive um, and how receiving is also a part of giving. It is. So like with you and with Big Happy Money, like I feel like I've received or allowed myself to receive the most probably like in life because I've always been like, you know, put the team on your back. Like I've always been willing to give to everyone around me, to everyone I love, but I haven't really been willing to ask for help um, or like say what I need or like anything. Or want. Or want. Receive. Right. Or even made me available to things that I didn't even know I wanted or needed, like um, insert Kristen King and (laughs) the shirt that she sent me via you of... Mm -hmm. um, like literally the day that my divorce was finalized, she messages me and says, can I send you something in the mail? And we'd never talked before this. Like we'd just been in similar circles. So I knew who she was, but I was just like, okay, I could go with my default and just be like, no, I don't know you. I'm not giving my my address. I don't need (laughs) anything. Like, why would this random person send me a gift? Like, that's weird. Like she probably wants like all the things that my Mm. brain defaulted to. And then I was like, no, like Serena just talked about this and I am practicing receiving. So yes, yes, I did not say anything more than that. I did not explain myself more than that. And it was just like, I'm open to it. And then she sent me this beautiful shirt called like divorced and looking for the D and it brought me so much fucking joy. Um, yep. yep. <laughs> it brought me joy. You guys, Amber posted like, it's my first day divorced. And literally like 10 minutes later, or I happened to see it in 10 minutes later, Kristen shout out to Kristen Slove King sends me a message and is like, who needs this shirt? And it's a screen grab of the shirt that says divorced and looking for the D. And I was like, Oh my God, Amber Taylor. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just like, so serendipitous that all of that worked out like on the same day and like a matter of minutes and like, it was just so cool. And I never would have shared that before or, um, Mm -hmm. made myself available to receive. And then kind of just that lesson on repeat, like, it's okay to receive. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to receive. It's okay to ask for help. Are you aware? I'm not sure you are exactly. So I have to ask you live coaching. Are you aware that when you receive, you give to others at actually the same time? Say more. 
Okay. So you received a shirt from Kristen, which gave me joy because Kristen messaged me. It was like, she said, yes, it's in the mail. And then <laughs> when you posted it, both of us blew up in joy again, because mm -hmm. she was like, oh my God, look at the shirt on Amber. And I was like, oh my God, I had something to do with that. So like you're receiving literally gave joy to Kristen, gave joy to me, gave joy to whoever sells that shirt. Okay. I'm with you. I just, it just re-solidified all over again, how receiving is also big, happy money. Yes. Receiving is also giving. Okay. Yes. You received a KitchenAid mixer for me. It gives me joy. Even when I say it out loud, black mat, what? It gives me joy. <laughs> even every time I imagine it, it gives me joy. So you receiving, I hope also gives you joy, but it gives yes. me joy separately. So this is like the perfect example, big happy money is not just regenerative, it is creative. It creates more. Mm. It's not two plus two equals four. It's two plus two equals seven. Exponentially. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love it. You guys, I wish you could see your face. She's like, yeah, I totally get it. I'm like, uh-uh, let me remind you. <laughs> Receiving expands your capacity to both receive and have, but I want everyone to know, think of it like good sex. And if you've not had good sex, I'm very sorry to hear that, but think of it like good sex. <laughs> Contact Amber. She can help you with that. Seriously. If everybody was having the good sex, we would not be having all the wars. Let's just be real. Okay. Mm -hmm. if we all felt loved and seen and supported and safe in that way. We'd have a whole different world. All of it to say the good sex giving and receiving, not my turn, your turn. Like there are moments in the good sex, if you will, giving and receiving, giving is receiving, receiving is giving. I don't know why I'm now thinking of food as well, huh? Like the most phenomenal chefs who put the most phenomenal food on a plate, like they're proud, they've created art, they're giving mm -hmm. their art. And yet when I eat that, I'm beyond thrilled and delighted. It's the giving is receiving, receiving is giving. Sometimes you guys think that when you receive, someone else is going to have less. Mm -hmm. And what I want to offer is they're going to have more. And less manipulation is involved, which is a separate conversation outside of the scope of big, happy money. But like one way to have more big, happy money is to give not more than you have, but to give what you have, because when you give something, you then have it. We know this is true in love. Mm -hmm. We know that when we love on someone or something, we feel the expansion in our energy centers of like, now it's even more love. It's like giving a hug. Money yeah. is not different. And Shit you buy with money is not different. Even just like with the exponentialness of receiving, I was like, after that gift, even I was like, how can I pay this forward? Not even necessarily back to you or Kristen, but like somebody else somewhere needs some random thing or doesn't even need it, but like it would make their day. And I can do that. Like the other day, like in this new recent challenge I sent, um, lunch money to one of my friends and I was just like I love you and I miss you and she was just like I'm so happy you're in my life this is incredible and it was just like it was just lunch money like McDonald's lunch money no <laughs> that's not the point it's like you right. lit her up with love and then she fired it back at you and both of you were better and now I'm better because I'm glowing and I'm pretty sure people listening to this are feeling the love too mm -hmm. exponential that's it. That's exactly it. You sent some money and probably in the end, 10,000 people are going to have a glow up because of it. So good. Yeah. All right. I want to talk to Amber forever. And by the way, we had real technical adventures at the beginning. I want you to know I'm <laughs> holding a microphone.
because I can't find any of my stack of batteries that are in my office, which is a separate conversation. But <laughs> I want to ask, because I think it's something that we both enjoy and have talked about, but like we speak about pleasure activism or the power of authenticity for all people, but in particular for black people, like why that lights your heart up or feels particularly important, like right now. Yeah. Um, it just lights my heart up to see it happen. Um, not only in my life, but in my client's life of like, I've been denying myself these parts of myself or things I've wanted or dreams I've had because I thought I couldn't or I wasn't allowed and not as conscious as that, but in that these systems, these environments that we live in and under have made it so that our pleasure is not considered. It's put last, even if at all, it's demonized, it's lazy or, you know, all the things that make you not want to seek it and stay in line with somebody else's idea of what you should do and who you should be. And when, I think when black people do anything, it pops. Um, (laughs) But when we go first, we give so much space for others to as well. And um, especially with all the traumas that affect um, the Black community, when we have joy and when we do things with joy and when we like do things from that make our hearts sing, mm-hmm. anybody else who's been affected by a similar trauma, whether you're mm-hmm. a person of color or not, also mm-hmm. gives them permission. And so a Black person's pleasure is the revolution of the world because that's when we stop people pleasing. That's when we stop looking to others to tell us who we should be. That's when we stop trying to be anything other than exactly who we are. And we allow ourselves to walk in our purpose, whatever that may be at a given time. Okay. Mic drop because- exactly all of that changes the world. I want to argue extra if you identify as a person of color, but for everyone, if everyone just lived in their truth, like all of the fighting, all of the discrimination, all of the systems of oppression are built on the illusion of scarcity. Mm -hmm. All of the competition, the patriarchy, it all is built on the illusion of there's not enough. And I have to be this person oppressing this person, exploiting that other person in order to quote, take care of me and mine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, you know, especially as we record this on May 5th, it's like, no, I remove ourselves from the system. Like we implode it from within each of us as an individual job. So every person that you work with, and obviously you were modeling it yourself. And it's what we do in the big happy money community. When we give ourselves permission to wake up to our own personal power and our connection to the divine and our authentic truth and to tap into joy, even sometimes when circumstances suck, because I think sometimes people think like, yes, joy happens after, after you're out of debt and your kids are all in school and you've lost it. And it's like, no friend, we tap into joy as an inner resource, not hope it happens after everything Mm -hmm. is quote in line. And that is the absolute activism that is the creating something and creating a new way and living into and creating vision instead of fighting against what is. 
Yes. You guys rewind everything Amber just said on this little segment and then just note the parallels in wealth activism. Note the parallels in you having money, stewarding money, charging money. It's like everything you said. I'm like, yep, it's all the same. That's it. Great. Perfect. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If someone's listening to you and they're like, oh my God, Amber's amazing, but I don't know if I could ever do that. What would you have them know? Yes, you can. Mm. And if someone's interested in hiring you, where do they find you? You can find me on all the socials at Amber Taylor Coaching, um, my website, www.ambertaylorcoaching.com, and my podcast, The Pleasure Priority with Amber Taylor. Mm, I love it. I think you posted this in our group, and I'm going to actually just wrap up by asking you what has been, and you can do more than one, but what has been like the most helpful thought for you that you've been practicing and integrating and creating as a belief? Yeah, I think um, the one I put in group was like, it's my time. Let's go. So good. I'm screaming. You guys, you can't see me. (laughs) I have an arm in the air. I was like, yeah, that's a thought that'll change a whole lot of lives. Say it again. It's my time. Let's go. All right. Mic drop episode over. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for being here, Amber. Love you you so much. Love you too. Bye. Bye.